0: They said, the instrument that was taken away from us is called the Salemba, and this instrument is the instrument that worships the God of all gods. And they said, today, you brought the Salemba to us.
1: This is The Unseen Story, first-hand accounts that reveal the supernatural reality of God's love. When His love leads, a remarkable story follows. You're listening to part two of Caleb's Story. When Heaven and Earth Collide. The Unseen Story is a nonprofit that relies on financial support from listeners like you. Please visit our website, theunseenstory.org, to find out how you can partner with us today.
0: Last year, I had this dream. And in the dream, I heard the name of your tribe, the Thinananan for the first time. I had never heard that word before. And I also saw this musical instrument in the dream. After that, I met this man, Manigos, who is from your tribe. And he helped me lead me to your your house today. And I was able to make this instrument. And I just felt like I wanted to give this instrument to you today. Some of the other chiefs that that walked into the room, they saw this instrument and they kept walking up to it and they were pointing at it and they were saying, Salimba, Salimba. They kept saying this word "salemba," And by the way, they have their own native tongue. They have their own language, their own dialects. And I don't totally understand their their language. So I was pretty lost about what they were talking about. And then finally the chief said... I need to show you something. So he took me out of their house and they went down this like small pathway not very far uh over to this little house and they call the house Paluvaran which means um house of prayer in their language. And this is the place where they they worship. They worship inside this this place. But it's also sort of a storehouse of all their kind of ancient articles of their, of their tribes. They have pottery work. They have metal work. They have weaving. Um, all these different things that are tangible evidence that their tribe has been living and existing for hundreds of years. I walked in there. I was, I was amazed by this place. I was like, wow. And then they had all these musical instruments on the side of the wall. And I was like, oh, this is incredible. So they started to tell me that uh, there was there are different musical instruments that worship their different gods, and they uh they have like the God of the tree, the god of the stone, the God of the river, and they 're not necessarily gods but they believe that the one true God or the creator has sent down uh angels to guard these different things, like the angel of the river, the angel of the stone. And so instead of praying and worshiping directly to God, they pray and worship to these different angels, that the, the angels would be the ones to connect them to God. And so it's it's a little bit different, but it's not um, not completely like, they don't believe in many different gods. You know, they believe in the one true God. So anyway, they, they have these different instruments that worship They get different angels. And they believed, uh, they, they had all these instruments there. And then there was this one spot that was just kind of blank in the wall. And they said that somewhere between 100 and 150 years ago, there was a tribal war. And um, they said during this war there was a there was their most valuable musical instrument that worshipped the god of all gods, and during this tribal war that instrument was taken away from them, and they started uh, like lamenting, uh, and they they created a song from that time, and the song goes something like this. Uh, the instrument was taken away from us, therefore, God is going to redeem it back to us one day. So it was a prophecy. And um they said the instrument that was taken away from us is called the Salemba. And this instrument is the worship is the instrument that worships the God of all gods. And they said, Today you brought the salemba to us. And I was like blown away. I was like, Oh my goodness. And, and after that, they, like, gathered just a small gathering of tribal chiefs, tribal leaders. They got them all together, and they, they were like, this is it. This is the salemba. And everyone knew what it was when they heard it and, and when they saw it. The story that's been passed down through the generation goes like this. The Salemba is shaped like a bowl. It's a golden bowl. That has strings stretching from the outside to the middle. And when they the strings all come to the middle and they meet in the middle. And um, they say that the 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 Salimba instrument connects heaven and earth. And they said that in the last time in the last days, God is gonna be uh coming down from heaven and he's going to call all the righteous people to him and he said that when God comes down from heaven God is going to be riding on the inside of the Salemba as if the Salimba was an aircraft that connects heaven and earth and um um so anyway he told us all of this and then they start praying to to uh Manama which is God our God, and he starts praying to God, and they they dedicate this instrument back to God, and at the same time he he had a headpiece of a chief, and he he gave he he put the headpiece of a chief on my shoulder, uh, which is a sign of honor, and he said we now consider you a chief of the Tinanan tribe, and he said uh, whatever you believe. God is calling us or leading us into, we're going to follow you. And, I mean, all of this obviously was like a big shock to me, and I was very humbled by this. And uh, so I we ended up staying with them for I think it was two two or three days, and um, we just start we just talked with the chief. His name is Datuli uh, and as we were spending time with them. Um, I was learning more about their history and their tribe and what it's like. I felt like the Lord said, ask him how we can partner with them or how how can I help uh, the chief or his family and how how can I help the tribe? But part of me was like, no, I don't want to ask that because if I ask that, then he knows that I'm from the United States, like, he could ask anything. He could say, yeah, you know, build a highway, you know, or help us, um, you know, help us, uh, you know, give us a million dollars, you know, <laughs> just whatever, you know. So part of me was re- very reluctant, but I finally was just like, Datu, or which means chief, I said, um, how, can, how, can we, how can I help you? How can my family help you? And um, after that, he said, well, if you can help us with one thing, I want you to help us with this. I want you to help us translate the Bible into our language. And um, I was just so amazed by this. Um, out of all the things that he could have asked for, um, that's what he asked for, it's the, the, the Word of God in, in their language. So thankfully, the the Lord worked it out. It was about, um, it was a little bit later down, about six months later. I had a had a meeting with the the big big time leaders of uh, Wycliffe Bible translators, and I it was so funny. I I told them all about the Dindinana tribe and everything. I told them everything that happened, and um, when I told them. Uh, one of them, I can't remember which organization it was, but they said, well, we're looking through the books right now and we, we can't find anything about the Tinanan tribe. Like, we, we've we done all the research, but we can't find anything about the Tinanan. And I was like, yeah, you're probably not going to find it in the book. Like, you're going to have to go out there to the mountains and and find, see them yourself. And... uh I'm so thankful for Wycliffe and all of the um, Bible organizations like uh, Translators Association of the Philippines because they got out there. They went out there with me to the mountains and they met all the 50 chiefs of the Tinanana tribe and they had a meeting with them and all 50 chiefs. In January of two thousand fifteen, agreed that they wanted to have the Bible translated into their language, and um, so that's what started the uh, the translation. Um, translation is a very big process. It's it takes a long time, and it's a uh, it's not an easy task. Um, we've actually had a whole lot of challenges throughout through the through the past few years of. Of uh, really getting it started and flowing well, and uh, so that's a big prayer thing that we need to be praying for. Um, but since then, oh man, it's just amazing the open doors that have that have uh, that the chiefs have given us for this for this tribe. Um, I do consider this people an unreached people group. Um, they're very challenging. It's a very challenging place to go, um, but it's a it's a wide open door, uh, a tribe that is hungry and willing to do whatever for Jesus, and um, it's a big, big wide open mission field, and so we're excited. We have a whole lot of great stuff ahead of us. It is really hard to, to articulate how I felt in the moment um mostly because i felt like the lord had arranged everything so clearly and so in such a perfect uh way of organizing everything and just perfect timing and such an amazing series of events that took place that i couldn't take any kind of claim for it so i didn't I don't know. It so it was like I was the best way I, I guess I could explain it is like I was I was right there in the middle of the journey with God and I felt like he was in, there in the moment and I was just like yeah, yeah, this is him. This is him. This is what he did. That's the best way I can explain it, I think. Um obviously I was sort of speechless and my friend Antulao, who was with me also was like oh my goodness like all of this just unfolded you know and uh it was it was just kind of mind-blowing and um we didn't really know what to say we're we're sitting there in the middle of the paluvaran the prayer the house of prayer and um he's the chief of the tribe is um, praying to, to God and thanking God for that the salembo was brought back and that, you know, just declaring to God that we're now going to worship him, you know, with this instrument and with this sound. And then they're uh, gifting me with this headpiece of a chief, you know, so it was, it was it was humbling it was exciting it was i knew that there was a, a big journey ahead of us so in a lot of ways it's um in a lot of ways it's almost scary to think because uh there's a lot of there's a lot of responsibility in my hands
1: Thank you for listening. We believe that God drew you to this podcast today. We pray that you would ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that He is trying to tell you through this story? We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share his stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org.